Good day. And uh, our sermon for today is taken from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 15 to 17. The title of this sermon is, All Scripture is Profitable. Paul wrote his letter to Timothy from a cold Roman dungeon. He wrote because he missed Timothy, his apprentice, and he asked Timothy to visit him soon. Paul knew that his time to die was near. And this transpired in A.D. 67. So, in his letter, he encouraged Timothy to remain faithful as a good soldier of Christ, guard sound doctrine, and instruct the believers to behave well. He also warned Timothy that difficult times were ahead. Persecution was all over, and it will be rising. Nero, the emperor Nero, conveniently blamed the Christians concerning the fire that burned half of Rome in A.D. 64. The persecution would continue. And Paul warned Timothy that men will grow more selfish, arrogant, treacherous, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And some will be holding to a form of godliness, but denying its power. A form of godliness, but denying its power. Allow me to read verses 15 to 17 of 2 Timothy 3. And that from childhood, you have known the sacred writings, which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. So Paul encouraged Timothy to continue in the things which he has learned, even from childhood. His mother and his grandmother were believers, and they have taught Timothy the sacred writings, and that would be the Old Testament, and we may to a certain degree even say the writings of the apostles. Right now, we have the Old and the New Testaments. And it says here that the sacred writings is able to give wisdom that leads to salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. So the sacred writings, the Bible, may give us wisdom that may lead to salvation through faith, if we read it in faith. Of course, if we don't read it in faith, it leads nowhere. Because some might view uh, the Bible as just a, a, a literature, a book that is just about literature. And it is literature. It has some poetry, some history. It has some letters. Uh, it has songs. Uh, it's a book with, with, it's a library of books, 66 books. 
the Bible, the Old and the New Testament. But once we study it carefully, and many have studied it, challenged God, challenged Jesus Christ, and after reading and learning, many have come to the Lord. That was number one. Paul encouraged Timothy to continue in the things he learned from the scriptures. And number two, Paul expected Timothy, well, to preach the truth of all scripture despite the persecution and false teachings. There were false teachers then and there are false teachers now. There are those then that says that, that uh, faith is not enough to be saved. You have to uh, be circumcised and go through other rituals. Rather, what Scripture would teach us is we are justified by faith alone. We are not saved by good works, but good works happen because we have faith in Him. But it's not the good works that save us. It is our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So Paul expected Timothy to know the truth and to preach the truth. And not just a particular truth. But it says in verse 16, all scripture, I'll say it again, all scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. All scripture, not just parts of scripture, not just the New Testament, not just the Old Testament, not just a few verses. And some believers live their lives like that. They just know a few verses they memorize. They know where to find it. But they don't know the context in which it was said. They can tell you what the Bible says, but cannot explain what it means. Because we can only understand what it means if we understand the context. The historical and literary context. And we cannot isolate any truth because it's all Scripture. From the Old to the New Testament, all Scripture is inspired by God. What does that mean, all Scripture is inspired by God? I was asked once, who wrote the Bible? And I knew he was a skeptic, so I said, men... And God. And I shared to him that yes, it was men who wrote the Bible, but God inspired those writings in the sense that God inspired them to write something about a situation, to write for a purpose. There were intents there, why they wrote. When Paul would write a letter, he had an intent. Peter, James, John, they had an intention to write. We believe that God inspired them. It was God who placed those intents in their hearts and to address certain situations or for a particular purpose, they wrote. The inspired word of God can be understood if we understood the intent of the author. All scripture is inspired by God. God inspired them to write. And 
what's amazing is the whole Bible is written by around 49 authors from different parts of history. And in, in some cases in different languages. But there's a unity of thought, a unity of story that builds up from Genesis until the end. You might say, but there are contradictions in Scripture. Well, for example, some would say, well, uh, when Peter denied Christ, one, one writer said there was a, a, a rooster would crow. The other wrote there were two. Uh, is, there, is that a, a contradiction? Let me just share this to us. Those who wrote were witnesses. What they witnessed, they wrote. And uh, just like in court, when you have several witnesses, one was asked, what happened? Did you see what happened? And this witness in the courtroom would say, yes, I was there. I was walking in the street when, when, uh, when uh, this kid ran across the street and the driver swerved and, and hit a dog. And uh, I was shocked after that. And there's this, this, this other story that says, uh, another witness would say, oh, actually, uh, I was much closer and I saw actually two dogs. Were they contradicting one another if they're in court? No, their testimonies are accepted because they come from different angles, yet they were witnessing the same thing. Witnessing the same thing. These are people who are witnesses. And I heard somebody say to me, a lawyer, that actually if, if it's too perfect, if the testimonies of the witnesses were so much the same and so perfect as if there's only one angle, there's a probability that that was doctored. So these are witnesses. The intents of the authors do not contradict. All scripture is inspired by God. The Bible is not how many roosters. It's not how much army, 4,000 or 40,000. The intent was there was a war. It was the chronicling at that time. But the intent was the same. The story of the kings. This was what happened. All scripture is inspired by God because it tells a story. A story of what? Adam and Eve sinned. There was sin. And the, 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 chap, the, diff, the first few chapters of Genesis, we would see that sin would ab abound. And the mind of man was continuously evil. God had to wipe out everything. Save Noah. And God said, spread out. Replenish the earth. Until in Genesis 11, in the Tower of Babel, a group said, let's build a tower. Let's not spread. Let's just stay here in direct defiance against God. So God changed their languages. Genesis 11. Genesis 12 is the beginning of our redemption history. God called Abraham. 
And he said to Abraham, I will bless you. I'll make your name great. I'll make you, your descendants so many. And you shall be a blessing to all the families of the earth. Then the story happened. A nation was born. And that was the story of the Torah. How a nation was born. How they came out of Exodus. A nation was born. For what purpose was a nation for? A nation must be nurtured where the laws of God, the foreshadowing of the Lamb, the lessons, the teachings, the traditions must be set in place so that in the fullness of time, the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, would be born a descendant of His nation. There had to be a nation that had to be nurtured. And when Jesus Christ was born, He died and He resurrected for the salvation of those who would believe. And Jesus said to His disciples, Go and make disciples of all the nations. Translation, ethne. All ethnes, like Abraham, to all the families. In Revelations, it says there in chapter 7 that every tongue, tribe, and nation would be before God, worshiping God. The mission would be successful. It shall be successful. The families of the earth shall be blessed through Christ. All Scripture. It covers all scripture, is inspired by God, and profitable, useful, advantageous for the soul, but even for our lives here, for teaching, for reproof. Reproof also means to show evidence for correction, for training in righteousness. That's verse 16. That's why we encourage everyone to read their Bibles, all of it. We want that as a simple standard of everybody who believes in Christ, everybody who joins our church community. Start reading the Bible, the New Testament and the Old Testament. Read through it. If there are areas where you don't understand, just read through it for now. Take notes. Because reading through it is first. Then we have to study it. Studying the background of each. Of course, you can read a little about the background every time you read a book. Whether it's Mark or John or Romans. Some background, historical background makes us understand. Take note, all scripture. And we encourage you to read the Bible chapter by chapter. Understand the intents of the author. Not just quoting what the Bible says, but what does it mean? What did the author mean? Well, if the author, authors were alive, we could have just asked them, but they're not alive. So what do we do? We study. We pray and we study. We study. We study its historical background and we read it. All scripture. It's dangerous if you know 
only a little about the Bible and you act like you know a lot. Some people, when they read their Bibles, they do Bible cutting. They just suddenly, in the morning, they said, Lord, what do you want me to know today? They just flip open the Bible and then let their finger drop somewhere and they would just read it. And, and they would say, this is God's message for me today. It's a dangerous way to read the Bible. You're going to take things out of context. We cannot jump into application unless we know the intent of the author. All scripture is inspired by God. Paul understood that studying and practicing scripture prepares the man of God for ministry. Oh yeah, it equips us. Verse 17 says, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. Adequate, equipped for every good work. It is necessary that people would read the whole Bible, learn it, understand its context. That's what we do here. We try to study together. We have these retreats where we tackle one whole book. Several times we ran um, our expositional study on Romans and then Ephesians. This year, hopefully, by God's grace, when this lockdown is lifted and we are back to code blue or code white, we may tackle Galatians. As a whole, studying it line by line, chapter by chapter. So that we may be equipped for every good work. That we may be useful for God. That we may be qualified. Application. In our context today, the government instructed us to stay at home as part of the strategy to combat the spread of COVID-19. Let us use the time wisely by reading the Holy Scriptures. Remember, all Scripture. You'll be surprised how much you can read in a month if you just read consistently. Read the Scriptures. Number two, Reading the Holy Scriptures opens us to the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith in Christ. The Bible said that man might only be justified in God's eyes through faith, not by works. And this is very important because people think they would please God by just doing good works. Uh, people think they can please God by just growing in knowledge. People think they can please God by just being more religious. When scripture clearly tells us we are justified by faith and by faith alone. What is faith? It is trusting and believing what he did on the cross and believing his resurrection and following him because you believe in him, because you trust in him, you trust in his words. You follow him. You are a disciple. 
You trust him with all your heart. That includes repentance because he said repent. Forgive us Lord of our sins. The things I have done wrong, forgive me. I want to follow Christ. It begins there. Not by works. The thief on the cross had faith. And Jesus said, you shall be with me in paradise. He had no works. He was a thief. But Jesus said, you shall be with me because he believed. Not works, but rather faith. And we will understand that the more we study scripture, not just parts of scripture, the whole of scripture, understand how things are connected to one another, but understanding it with the context historically and literarily. The literary context is very important. We cannot just take one verse and explain it outside the rest. That's why here I had to share to you some background. This is Paul's last letter. He was about to die. These are the words of a dying man. He knew it was time. The time was near. He said to Timothy, come soon. And he did die in AD 67. Number three, to study the Holy Scripture equips us to serve God. In verse 17, it says, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. We can serve God, especially in teaching, showing evidence. Evidence. Correction. And to train or discipline ourselves and others in righteousness. Yes, as we study scripture, our mind gets to be aligned, grounded. Our hearts and emotions should be grounded in it to a point that what we feel is now secondary to what Scripture says. We let our opinions and our emotions submit to the Word of God because we trust the Word of God more than our emotions and more than our opinions. That is believing in Him. In that way, we are training ourselves for righteousness. Well, righteousness comes from Christ. And then we have to live that Christ life in us. Living the Christ in us in our day-to-day. -day, not according to what we think. Not according to what others think. But according to the Holy Scriptures. All scripture is profitable. Paul said to his apprentice, Timothy, his son in the faith, and that from childhood you have known the sacred writings which are able to give you the wisdom that leads to salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. So that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. Let us pray.
Father, thank you. Thank you for your holy scriptures. Thank you for the Bible. Teach us, Lord, to be equipped, be adequate as we study all scripture, as we study both the Old and the New Testament, as we diligently study their backgrounds, not being quick to conclude, but carefully studying every line and carefully studying the context so that we may find the meanings of the author. Then we may ask ourselves, how may we apply this intent in our situation today? How may we apply it in our daily lives? Make us understand that we are justified by faith alone, not by works. Allow us to understand that the Holy Scriptures should be our foundation, should be our anchor, that we must be deeply rooted in it so that whatever we face, we are equipped to face it. For the Holy Scriptures has made us strong. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the fellowship of His Spirit be with you all. May peace and the knowledge of Scripture be with you all the days of your life. Amen. Good day.